So I just hit record, so whenever... Oh, nice. Okay, hey guys, it's the Side of the Road podcast. Yeah, welcome to our Side of the Road. I keep forgetting to do the sound effects for the running, the intro, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep forgetting to do that. I need to do that. Tonight, I'll record myself running tonight, and then before I leave, I can... Where's Carrie? At work. Oh. I can, we can do this. So I'll just have you run up. Because we got to have the microphone make it sound like the microphone is approaching us as we're on the side of the oh, road. Oh, we'll just set it up to record and then we'll run past it, right? Like no, we'll like just... the listener is running on the road and the listener joins us. We got to be on the side of the road. Uh, just jaw-jacking. We can do it. So. But I can totally oh, mix yeah. it all together. So I'll have you run up. You while run. I'm you run. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'll you, run up and you're And talking. we'll run... Why are we talking about this right now? <laughs> Look, it, we had such a good run up to... This is like the start of a race, and all of a sudden the gun goes off, and there's one guy standing back there looking at a squirrel up in a tree. Right before this the gun goes off, did. the dude with the gun is like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just say, yeah. before we start, I was at the store the other day. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's a hang-up guy. <laughs> okay, no, so let's... this is what we did. This is exactly what we did. You know when you're in a meeting and the one guy raises his hand and goes, oh, I got one more question. And everybody goes, Jesus Christ. And there was like three more questions after that. That's what we just did to you. You guys were all ready so... and we just held it a whole So minute. let's start over. Welcome okay. listeners to our side of the road. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Daniel. Um, we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash side of the road Idaho. And it's... Yeah, it's fun. It's pretty nifty. Yeah, we um, talked to some people. We got some pretty good ideas. Facebooky and stuff. Yeah. We got an email address, side of the road podcast at gmail.com for all of your complaints and criticisms. So far, I haven't gotten any uh, Which means we're perfect. So, yeah, we're good. So, we're, we're going to become overlords, and you don't have much of a choice on it, because we yeah. just figured out that we're perfect. Um, so. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have a Patreon page. We don't want your money. Well, we'd like your money. Like, throw $1 bills at us as we take off our clothes, but like we don't usual. have any on way, online way to do that, do we? No? No. No. So, the we next time you any- see us... Um, we'll start stripping and you can throw dollars at us. Which, the dollars don't, they don't, it, it's not a payment to take clothes off. It's a payment to take clothes, put clothes on. Put clothes on. back on. So. <laughs> hey, I love your podcast, but I'll give you this. Yeah, can you, you do that? Did I just dressed? not pay this guy to put his shirt back on? Why is he doing this? Here, 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 here. Run my credit card. Mark Wahlberg on that uh, yeah. date night movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always having the shirt off. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You I know, I that. read an article that if you graph how many minutes um, Matthew McConaughey spends in a movie without a shirt. Oh, yeah. And then graph how much money he got paid for that movie, the graph lines coincide. He gets paid more money. I'm sure. The more chest time he has. That is so funny. So. And, and, and he deserves every little bit of it. <laughs> It was really weird, though, in um, Interstellar. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. It, he wasn't talking like the regular Matthew McConaughey. It, it no, was but he still like has this very he serious was really thing. Quiet. I need you to... He was really quiet and intense. Like he was trying not to lose his jump. Well, because to... at that time he was doing the beef commercials. <laughs> and he's got to compete with people like... Interstellar. 
It's what's for dinner. Sam Elliott and such, so he's got to <laughs> pull it on. <laughs> pull it on? Or take it off or whatever they got to do yeah. for those beef so, commercials. Anyway. Oh, um, and we're brought to you by a new restaurant out in Cuna. It's called the, the Bloody Pant Leg. The Bloody Pant Leg. Uh, not sure if we shucked them or not, but there may be some shells in there. The Bloody Pant Leg. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your oysters and the shells. And the shells. But you won't know till the next day, the bloody pant leg. Join us for breakfast. What is breakfast menu oh, today? Scrambled eggs and eggshells and... The bloody pant leg. The bloody pant Everybody leg. Everybody will know that you've eaten at the bloody pant leg eight hours later. Yes. Bones? We got bones. Pot roast? We got bones in the pot roast. The bloody Fire pant fish. leg. We just catch them. Sometimes we skin them. The bones are all in there too. Yeah. The bloody pant leg. You won't know. You won't know. Open for two hours a day. Only because we got to sit for the rest of the 24 to make sure that all... Bring your own towels to sit Bring on. your own towels. Bloody pant leg. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Let's You've never had a Bloody Mary like this one. The bloody pant leg. Listeners... <laughs> we were thinking before I hit record, we were thinking maybe we should just come up with our own sponsors. And uh, that one came so natural that we had I to do it again. Don't know where that came from. My brain goes, okay, so what's some <laughs> words that sound kind of disconcerting when you put them together? And then I started thinking about a restaurant, and I'm like, well, the last thing you want to see is blood in your stool. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, wait a minute. What if it doesn't even make it to the stool? What if it just starts coming out, you know? Just like how... And, and this then, is why we have to have the mature audiences only thing. Oh, God. Checkbox flagged and... Uh, My ears hurt so in, bad uh, just talking iTunes. about it that I had to bring it back up <laughs> so we could record it. I'm glad it went uh, as well as so it did. So, anyway. So, anyways, we had uh, some write-ins. We've had some ideas. Uh, uh, Garrison, Sarah, everybody's brought in ideas. Great ideas, and I'm gonna keep them for other times because we glossed the hell over <laughs> Oregon and Washington. Wait, Oregon and what was it? California, California, Oregon, Washington. Or did we hit that? No, we hit a bunch of them. Okay, yeah. Now that I say it, we just talked. We talked about like okay, where you Garrison. had lived growing up, where I had lived growing up. Yeah, but I thought we were gonna go more. Maybe they just wanted to hear us say the word California. So Oregon did I bring more. up like? Cape Perpetua? I feel like I did know. That does not ring a bell. It doesn't. There are absolutely zero bells being rung right now. Okay. John, Garrison. I would love for you to ring my bell and tell me about Cape Perpetua. I don't know if I want to do it now. Because <laughs> Garrison had a good idea about this year's bucket list. What we want to do on Oh, this that's a good one too. List. Well, I had emailed you... So no, let's do, I posted let's on do this. Facebook, remember? I posted on Facebook. I wanted to talk about a theme of oh, yeah, yesterday, yeah. today, and tomorrow. So can we fit that in? We yeah, can we can that do in. that. Right? You know, whenever. I get. Okay, let's do that today. And then next time, I because I want to make a list. Because I think I've, t- I've, twice. I think I've t- hit on these things here and there. But I want to give you a coastal perspective of all my favorite places. But the disadvantage Listeners, I have, sit back and, and relax. John's going to give us a coastal perspective. Oh, yeah. Baby, <laughs> let's get 
or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll do that because I think it's very significant. We're sitting here with the window open. It feels so good. Um, and it smells good. Yeah. Did you hear my nose just then? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the bugs that are like all celebrating so and stuff. Smell, and do you know what? The weather, before it started raining, the uh-huh. weather was so bright and shiny. Oh, I know. And, I yeah. would have known that. We went for a walk. Get this. I get off work Friday. That's St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah. We eat corned beef and cabbage and... Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to pass that. That's a whole other subject. Okay, corned beef is good. Yeah, so... Cabbage uh, is only fit for cattle, other ungulates, and swine. I'm ungulating all over because I love it. (laughs) So, uh, eight tons... Uh, did I go to sleep fairly early that night? I think I went to sleep around 1 or 2 Friday night. Carrie doesn't have a lot of time off anymore, so we pick usually Saturday. Uh-huh. And then we, she can stay up. She's a night bird. She likes to boogie. She can, she can stay up for all, that's why she has the job she has now. She works till like 10.30 at night and she's like, well, I'm going to be up for the rest of the night. You know, like... Well, I might as well just start a new um, <laughs> yeah. new TV series. She's got a paint-by-number she's working on, and they're freaking really cool. I was watching uh, Jim Gaffigan on Netflix, Cinco. Yeah, it's a good one. So funny. Good one. He was talking about staying up late, and he's like, well, yeah, I think i got time to... Start another TV series. Yeah, yeah, another yeah. season. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we stayed up last night or Saturday night until six in the morning just hanging out we just don't get to see each other that's like the only time we get to hang out so we had a blast it was so much fun oh Daniel come here and look out this window and look up to your right all right walking up to the window I'm looking rightward the fire pit yeah that's a good looking fire pit and it's going to get better. I decided I was going to go with gravel. And then once I started putting the gravel Where'd you down, get those rocks? Those are good looking rocks. Those are two places. Those are out by Swan Falls. No, I mean, those are the ones I dug out of my yard. Those lava <laughs> ones. Yeah. And those and red those ones. You also dug out of your yard. At, you get a permit and you can get yeah. those up in Idaho City. Yeah, yeah you get a permit. You get a permit, folks. You like how I covered that? <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Um, when we're not recording, maybe I'll tell you about some rocks. But you know. Oh, I'll post my <laughs> campfire picture. We broke it in last night. Cause, uh, so what I figured was if I could make a decent looking fire pit, mm-hmm. what I'm going to end up doing, that's why I said, hey, where did you get those rocks? Those flat ones, because I'm going to oh, do yeah. those all around it. Flagstones. Yeah, I was going to do the gravel and then uh, pound it down, but I was like, mm. and it was just gravel I had. It just I didn't like it. It's river rock more than gravel, but it's I don't like it. So yeah. I'll, I'll pull all that out and do what you did, and then it's going to be all around the whole cement thing. Anyways. Yeah. What I want to do, so listeners, I have a trampoline pit in my backyard. Um, back in 2000 and when was that 2008 or 2009 yeah, I remember when you were building it. we got tired of having to help our kid up onto the trampoline now before you mothers start freaking out about a kid so young 
a kid being on a trampoline that he's so young you have to help him up onto the trampoline. Do you know what? I'm old school. If the kid gets hurt, then he'll learn his limits. I mean, that's how kids really get hurt is when they don't know their limits and they go too far. So you help a kid gently learn their limits. Yeah. And then they never hurt themselves the rest of their life. That's what I did. You I know? had this kid. We don't talk about him much. We call <laughs> we call him Sparky. Anyways, what I did was I always put forks under his armpits and just the soft spots. And he, and then I just had him walk to light sockets. So, so I I dug part of a pit. My his sister name is Magneto now. My sister in law dug the other part of the pit. And I lined the pit with railroad ties. It looks great. And I haven't. I even calculated out the exact angle and how many railroad ties and everything. I think it was like, what was it, three hundred dollars or thirteen hundred dollars, something like that, in railroad ties. Because there's um, four levels of railroad ties and there's eight railroad ties. Now, don't you kick yourself all those railroad ties and just have them stacked up? Yeah, I drove by there all the time thinking. <laughs> Now, I could come over here at 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. and throw a few on a trailer. Just recently, they redid our railroad. We have a railroad going through Cuna, and they took out all the they ties. Probably and they just thousands, had thousands of railroad thousands ties of. just sitting there in yeah. piles. Which would be great, because you knew they were... Because you knew they were treated anyways, and then yeah. they sat there forever. So, I have this pit that is perfectly shaped for the trampoline. I want to dig another pit for a barbecue pit. So I want it, but instead of with railroad ties, I want to do those paper or not paper, the retaining wall stones. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I want to do those. Okay, well then let's do it together because I want to do what essentially I'm going to do is where that barbecue is now. From that fire pit up, I'm going to center it more. When I built it, it looked so good, and I intended a bench to be on one side, and Carrie's like, no. You got to you got to do it even so the fire pit yeah. fits exactly inside. I'm like, problem okay. is with the the retaining wall stones is that they're angled for a convex curve, but everything about a fire pit is concave. Like it's a, a curve like this. Yeah, but it'll look cool that way. So I'm gonna have to do something different with the stones. I'm not gonna. Well, what I'm saying now is, that I think about it. But anyway, yeah, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. But what I want to do. Like some flat, the 12 by 12 concrete blocks and make a patio area with a recessed um, barbecue pit. And at the bottom of the barbecue mm. pit, I want to do about 18 to 24 inches of just river rock. So that when I dump water on it, it'll just drain down through it. Our, bar or our trampoline pit, there's supposed to be this little cylinder pit down in the middle of the pit, you yeah. know. With drainage rock down there too for when it fills up with water. Right. Do you literally, and if you want that, I'll put it in buckets and. No, I'm good. Mother effer. No, I. Did you hear that? I said, here, take free river. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so. No, actually, I kind of. When I did this river rock, I did it. It was on the border of my front yard. Everybody in the neighborhood was young. So they all had kids, like and the in kids kicked. Song? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So their future was so bright. Right? Yeah. So they ended up kicking every single rock, and then I ended up moving it all up. Ah, I hate that. Okay, yeah, we got subdivisions going in near our place, 
And sometimes they'll put grass right up to the sidewalk, and sometimes they'll do the dark colored rock yeah, right yeah, up yeah. to the sidewalk. And every single time they do the dark colored rock, it starts to get scattered all over the sidewalk. Yeah. And my wife, she is OCD about certain things. And those rocks are one yeah. of those certain things, and she'll like kick a few back oh, yeah. into the rocks. Like if I've got nothing to do, and like if I'm standing out in front of someone's house with there, but it's not. It's not a grocery must. baskets is the other thing. I'm the one that pushes the grocery basket into the basket return thing out in the mm-hmm. parking lot. Because if she does it, she's gonna you know jam all those baskets all together all in a neat line all compact together oh right so i'm the one that goes because i just kind of shove it in there just a little bit yeah they pay those guys to it's good you know it's not going anywhere but bring your carts back folks judas jumping priest how hard is it yeah we me and carrie and canyon as we still do it if we're all together if it's just me and carrie we just start grabbing carts Stacking them back in, it's like especially at like places like Winco and stuff where it makes a difference. Well, I'm not, I won't go that far. I like I won't go gather carts from the parking lot. But they always they, it's right there. It's like two feet. But yeah, if like, I see a par- a cart sitting there yeah. in the parking lot, yeah. that drives me nuts. Yeah, they'll like push it into the bushes, and it's like the thing's two feet away. So yeah. we'll just grab them and start like. I think I've collected. One bush basket, one time. Ooh, I'm gonna call it a bush basket. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. It's one the basket. They just push it into the bushes. Oh, never mind. Thought something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I keep ha- bumping the wall here. I hope you don't mind. Oh, I don't care. There. I gotta redo. Is this now? This isn't the same. Kind of wood pattern. What was this pattern called? This was... Bleach... No, it was not bleach, bleach wood. It was uh, cedar, light cedar. Light cedar? Yeah. Okay. We got the Chesapeake oak. And it's light colored also like this. Mm. That's, and we like it. Yeah. It, yeah yours, you yours was looking really good, yeah. And I, I love them. I, I have to put... This was before we figured out that we could put our molding back because we always had these grand expectations of redoing molding. So I just went I just some thrashed. And... Well, no, yeah, and I was going to do what I was going to do was do the entire house in the same molding. Oh. But then we started putting the stuff back like when they painted that one right there, they just painted over the top cuz we were going to tear it all out. Uh-huh. Now I'm like, god, that was so really that's good door casing. Or no, that's not part of the door casing. Pretend I said nothing. No. No, you're fine. And uh, and see, my first thought when we were doing our floor, my first thought was, yeah, I'll just, we'll paint the baseboards with the walls because we're painting the walls too. Mm. And then I'll just pop the baseboards off and do the flooring and then put the baseboards back. But the baseboards, they're old and crappy. Um, and I went yeah. and bought some brand new baseboard material. Yeah. See, and I was like, I like the newer stuff better. And so we yeah. put that in. Well, when now, I did ours, I pulled it off. And then we started cleaning up. And it looked like brand new. So we were like, oh, we got to put it back. But then this room, we screwed it up. So Now, when you go on to Home Depot's website and look at the video that they have for how to put this kind of laminate flooring in, uh-huh. 
They say go up to no closer than like quarter inch or half inch, something like the actual flooring under the laminate flooring, and then do a little quarter round to cover the gap. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds dumb. Why don't you just do the laminate flooring right up to the sheetrock within eighth inch, quarter inch of the sheetrock. So you get the shift. So that the baseboard is on top well, of the laminate long, flooring instead yeah. of in... in Instead of down next to the laminate yeah. floor. Because they were saying, put the baseboard down here and the laminate flooring here. Listeners, you can't see this, and I'm not really concerned about it. They're saying, <laughs> they're saying put Effort. the baseboard down here, put the laminate flooring up to it, Which is and then put a cord around yeah. there. And I'm like, no, that makes it so that you can't put stuff right up next to your wall. So instead... We put the laminate, so there's a sheetrock here. We put the laminate flooring right up to the sheetrock and then the they baseboard down onto that. And it looks really good. So that's what I do. But yeah, because like the sheetrock varies, uh, you can cut it. That's what I did. I came out in certain places, so I didn't have to cut into the bottom sheetrock. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I could bring it down flush and nobody would know the difference. So yeah. That's all I did. And when you... Oh, but I did notice something. I kept Check working on the hallway. Oh, what was that from? Don't know. This is Kenyon's old room, so it was something that ate into the floor. That's a, So now i got to start back here, pull everything because I keep extra boxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pull it all back up to here and then replace uh, yeah. it all back. After you I've left it, yesterday, I kept going on that hallway. I am two pieces away from being done with the hallway. Nice. One little tiny strip there, and then one full-size little section there at the end. Cool. Now that we've excluded you for a good 15 minutes, we'll bring you back in, audience. <laughs> so, <laughs> part of this, I guess, is us catching up. You yeah. Can feel free to... Do you know what? You're just kind of eavesdropping, and we're letting you eavesdrop on us catching up. But if up. you got questions on flooring, I've done many rooms and... Just raise your hand. Anybody got any questions? Raise your hand right now. You. Yeah? No one? No. No. You don't even know my mom like that. Well, that was a horrible question. Uh, let's not take any more questions. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. So, I had this idea. I was listening to a lot of other podcasts. Okay. And some of them are political. I'm not going to get political. Because that's the rule. But, I was thinking... There are, like, I started thinking about a theme of yesterday, today, and tomorrow kind of thing yeah. of, like, back in the past, there's conspiracy theories that several hundred years worth of history never happened because of some sort of calendar discrepancy. There was a calendar discrepancy, and there was, like, 300 years, 600 years, something like that, that never actually happened, but historians in the olden days just kind of threw in some random garbage in there and made stuff up. There are conspiracy theorists that say that. And I thought, we don't know. And, like, I, I was... I, I, I don't remember if I was mentioning to you or my wife or something. I'm like, everything that happened before I started retaining memories could all be a lie. Everything that happened before my life, yeah. that's the beginning of the universe for me and everything that happened before there's no way to know for sure what really happened I, like historians try to write down stuff yeah. but i just watched the thing on the burning of alexandria 
and uh, there was so much information there, and it was gone. It was toast. And then a whole bunch of little fragments came out and said, no, we got a little bit of information here and there and there, but you don't know. Like, Well, the problem is the Library of Alexandria wasn't burned in one single event. There was like an extended oh, yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. where but, it was destroyed here and destroyed there. And so the loss of the literature that was lost happened over a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of it was in other satellite kind of sites right. so so it's just a we didn't lose splendid. everything but yeah no, we did lose a lot huge and i was always like what if he went back to that information what if it was just like i mean to have a mindset well enough back then to say the you figure we have to be uber sophisticated enough yeah. to be like we're going to keep all this information right the weird part was, didn't they say like a lot of the information traveled over to India or something where it was copied and stuff like that? But you know, went through translation. But if you had the complete setup to see exactly what happened, you know, wouldn't yeah. that just be a mind burner? Like, especially when they were talking about like um, that woolly mammoths had passed during when humans started evolving and stuff, you know. But to find out maybe that they weren't, they you never had any clue. You know, they're like, oh no, there's no record of that. You know, it's like, oh was, my god. I was listening to those conspiracy guys. They were talking about um, climate change, and one of the guys was talking about how he thought, you know what, the Earth's climate is just gonna change and. If Mother Nature, he was talking about like 95% of all animals that ever existed are already extinct. He's like, if Mother Nature wants to kill off the elephants, do we really need more elephants? I mean, just let them go. <laughs> you can't eat them. And the other guy was like, uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it feeds uh, tons of families down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway. No, a Mother funny. Nature doesn't care about you. She doesn't care about elephants. She yeah. doesn't care about anything like people like Gaia mother Gaia earth whatever like they think that she cares for the plants and the trees and there's like the old tree mother in that Pocahontas movie I'm like and but that there she loves be... nature and cares for the animals no mother nature doesn't care about animals she will slaughter okay. one animal with another animal but there's mother nature's ruthless. I'm gonna say merciless. The, I'm, I'm gonna say the other side. Maybe it's ruthless and merciless, trying to get itself back to its original form, which you would want to be if you were right. So you'd yeah. fight like crud if somebody was trying to take your legs and arms. This is so hippy dippy do. He just when he said it, I was like, this is Aquarius. This is everything <laughs> that's it about. So if, if something's struggling to get itself back into its own natural form without any pollution or uh, these little ants that are killing its... What I want to do, go back in time, back when the Earth's atmosphere was super saturated with oxygen and mm. see like six foot butterflies and like four foot yeah. spiders. I want to see those giant yeah. insects. Did you know that into our... You know, they said uh, there's a study and I'll, I'll end up finding it because it, I, I, I used to read over it here and there it's a study about oxygen and when they were saying our grandpas and our great grandpas were so much stronger that the atmosphere actually had more oxygen which allowed them to be 
Well, it had less carbon dioxide. Right, right. But they said it was like 18% more than what we had. Maybe now. that's why we're all tired. It's not lack of sleep from being... I'm disabled. I need a... <laughs> so, no. Um, okay, so the yesterday part of my thought processes was all about history. Like, historians try to write stuff down, but history is written by the victors. What kind of history happened that we have, A, that we have no idea ever happened because there was no record of it, or B, we have a completely wrong idea about what happened because the victor decided to make themselves look awesome and oh, yeah, yeah. just kind of BS'd a bunch of stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, translations of anything, books or or anything. Once you, once you have a person in power, they'll just grab the book and be like, yeah. Ha-ha, my name, and... Uh, I'm piggybacking. I was, I was listening to a podcast about the history of ancient Egypt. Uh, and yeah, I was watching something Egyptian history podcast, and he was talking. He mentioned there was this one pharaoh, and oh, back back in the day, by the way, they were almost all called kings, not pharaohs. Yeah, but and there and was, was this king back of in Egypt. The day was a Tuesday. There was this king of Egypt that he fought against. Some that's a Dane Cook joke. I can't, uh, Canaanites or Nubians or I don't know what he fought. Oh, he's going with Canaanites. He had lost, Mm -hmm. but he decided to just lie and had his scribes saying, Oh, yeah, we totally wasted those guys. And we, Sir Robin, (laughs) Sir Robin ran away. (laughs) No, but he flat out lied about some of the, the military. Um, Conquests and shit. Yeah, some of the military conflicts that he had, saying that he totally won against this army of these other foreign foreigners, when really he was outnumbered 10 to 1 and got spanked <laughs> and went back to Egypt, <laughs> plundered some other town a along the way, <laughs> yeah. and then when he got into Egypt, we won! Yay! Check out all of our plunder! Now wait, is it because <laughs> they were all celebrating and he didn't want to tell them? Yeah, let's just say that we won. Because <laughs> they looked really happy. When we walked in... You they liked were like this whole waking up every morning, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. So you know what to write, right? Right. And we were defeated, but they think they defeated us. They're not going to come in just to say, no, we lied. So let's just... But, but... No, Brave shh, King, no, no, remember just, how all of your guards no, got run through? We're doing this. No, stop. Stop. Stay positive. Glass half full. Glass half full. That when we came up with that copyright Pharaoh. You hear you listen to me. No, he was like, No, actually, um, if you want to live to see your wife at home tonight, um, you're gonna write that we totally won and we killed them all. Or we could go that <laughs> way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, there's histories out there that either A, we totally are oblivious to. Yeah. And, or B we're completely wrong about because the victors write the history. Okay, now let's think about this. Right now, a historian will look around in a generality in the Pacific Northwest and they won't say Daniel lived on this road and John lived on this road. They're going to take the highest thing that happened that made news and say, well, this is what the whole culture is about. So we are only listening to about 1% of actually what's going on, right? So, no, we're not getting the whole history, but I'm wondering if it's that 
detailed in some of those places where they were like, oh, especially when it got into tribes and stuff, where they were like, oh, Daniel and John and Matt and blah, blah, blah were all part of this tribe. And it was a little bit more like, we don't care who's famous or, you know, I wonder if some of that's it. And maybe that's what we lost is like, oh, this communal thing, this tribe thing. And now we have this like, oh, a focal point on this 1% of whatever's going on. But is it like that? Is it all through history? We've been looking at the Kim Kardashians and the whatever of yeah. the world every, you know, through each generation. Do you remember in the news there was that, there was the remains of a dude from like the, somewhere in the middle of the United States was it the Kennewick man or Kenan something? Uh, Remember that? The have, remains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was the remains of, a, of an ancient inhabitant of North America. Mm-hmm. And the local Native American tribe decided to claim rights, like burial rights, for that guy, okay. for the remains, so that they could bury him according to their local Native American... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, their local Native American tribe, their history only went back a couple hundred years, whereas the remains were over 9,000 years old. Yeah. So this yeah, Native American true. tribe had zero claim to the remains of this guy. Because it was just a whole thing. But because stuff. they were all arrogant, thinking, oh, well, we're Native Americans, so blah, 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 we have... You, we can claim the rights to bury this guy. Hands off, you stupid, white, filthy European, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, no, hold on. This dude lived 9,500 years ago. You have no claim to him. His culture could have been completely worlds different from your culture. Yeah. Anyway. But for a culture that would be like... Hmm... I mean, where do you draw the line, right? Because yeah, let's, anyway. let's say there's a, let's say there's like some kind of Norwegian tribe now, but it's separated, but it's still in that same area. Would you mm-hmm. be able to respectfully accept it because you still follow those traditions of the land and the sea and everything? Oh, that's an interesting thing. I mean, yeah, their culture is more closely tied to the Native American continent, or the North American continent. Like, yeah, they have, like, their culture belongs there more than any European or Asian, but their culture only goes back a couple hundred years, and before that, their culture never existed, and we're talking about a dude that lived... Thousands of years, almost 10,000 years before them. Mm. Like when this dude was alive, woolly mammoths were going extinct in the North American continent. Right. Like, yeah, anyway. So, okay, so to wrap up, so that was the yesterday thing. The today thing, I was thinking about. That's um, an interesting one, though. I like that. That cons- got my brain smoking. <laughs> For the today thing, I was thinking about conspiracy theories. Like, so there's the conspiracy theories about the Rothschilds and the Bilderbergs and the Bohemian Grove and um, the where's that 
the Illuminati mm-hmm. and all those. The owl. Yeah, and there are people, like tinfoil hat people, that think that there's this um, trilateral commission or Illuminati that runs the world. That they decide, okay, now, um, Iran, you're going to overthrow the, the, the whatever, Shah, or whatever, you're going to... Mm-hmm. Now going to install this Ayatollah. Now, or, how are or you they're looking like, at this Illuminati? There's two ways to look at the Illuminati. Is it ran by the powers of all the countries, or is it alien? Well, there's ran. well, the conspiracy theory about the Illuminati is that they tell the other leaders of the countries what to do. Like they say, okay, now China. Oh no, I get that. We understand that you like this whole um, democratically elected yeah. government. Yeah. We understand that you like Sun Yat-sen and all that, yeah. but, you know, let's give communism a try, and we're deciding to have this guy named Mao Zedong, he's going to come in, yeah, yeah. and he's just going to change everything. And he's got really bad teeth. You know, there's those conspiracy theorists that think there's this, sh- um, the, the, those conspiracy guys refer to them as a shadowy cabal a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, a group that decides world affairs. Yeah. And I thought, you know, there probably isn't, but it makes me wonder if there are secret organizations. Now, oh, I can tell I'll you right you, now, there's I'll secret bet you, organizations. Not to the I'll, extent. I mean, see, my thought is, is right? I'm leaning towards there are more secret organizations than what the average American knows about, but fewer secret organizations than the average conspiracy theorist wants to believe in. Okay, it. now. If I throw a net, and I throw... I think there's a happy medium there, where there's a couple of shadowy cabals, a it, couple of secret organizations. If I got a 200-yard net... How many even, even meters? Oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> so, if I got a 200-yard net, and I've got it out, I don't care if there's hardly any fish in, I'm going to pull one in, right? Yeah. Conspiracy theorists throw a 200-yard net, Right? Yeah. And probably water. They catch that, everything. That probably are the tires, sometimes. the boots. But I don't think they realize what they're catching half the time because reality would stop them and be like, okay, this is probably this way. But then you get to looking at organizations like that dude, and I forgive me for not remembering his name. It's not one of my favorites, but <clears throat> he's that guy in Europe that was tied in with the Clintons and all kinds of other stuff that was running an underage sex ring. Oh, yeah. For all these rich people. So we know there's underground organizations oh, yeah. to that extent, um, right? The, those conspiracy guys. I keep talking about those guys. They're so funny. They're good. They have That's like an episode about the Vatican. Oh, yeah. And yeah. The, the child market. Yep. The underage child market. Well, and Run say, by the powerful elite and the elite religious leaders. Anyway, so personally, I think right now today... Today is March 19th, that time we're recording this, 6 o'clock right dang now, that there are... Thanks for I'm reminding gonna say, me how close I'm getting to Roby. I didn't get to go <laughs> run today, cause, and all these guys ran Roby for another practice run. I was supposed to be up there. I was so gosh dang tired from doing everything. So I'm going to say there are three significant... Crickets. Three significant um, uh, secret organizations. Okay. Oh, that's just an email. Bones and cross. Okay. What is it? Cross Skull and bones. Skull and bones. I'm gonna go out on a limb 
I think there's a version of the Illuminati. I just don't know what it is. Skull and Bones. I think there is an organization we don't even know the name of that is run inside the Bohemian Grove. Have you ever read about the Bohemian Grove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in the Bohemian Grove, they're, they claim that they don't allow any um, shop talk, politics, or business, or anything. It's just for the powerful elite to go there, um, eat a lot of good food, drink booze, and watch a couple of plays or something like that. But I guarantee you, that's my theory, there is an... There is a secret organization we don't even know the name of that is run out of there. And then I think there's a secret organization that um, that is run by the big top bankers and everything, the Bilderbergs, Bilderbergs and Rothschilds, those yeah. guys are a part of. So I think there are three big organizations. I don't think there's an Illuminati anymore because if you read about the history of the Illuminati, they started out... As an organization of men who wanted to be able to think and talk about things that were illegal to talk about at the time. And then it just morphed into a club for the elite. And then by the time the European um, uh, you know, leaders, like country leaders and religious leaders, when they started hunting them down... It went by the See, wayside. I don't this, think there this, is an Illuminati. This is, this is what gets me, okay? So the the Masons were the same way. They got stuck under yeah, this I don't, really presumptuous. But it's just essentially a whole bunch of smart people talking about smart ideas. I don't consider the Masons being a secret organization because there's nothing really secret about them. There isn't, like, but that you got to... You totally know a who's a Mason. You know where they meet. They you wear car decals. I, yeah. But... People were always mystified of it, and there's a huge yeah. resistance against it still today. There's because, yeah. they, and all they said was these were the greatest minds of mathematics of all these different realms, and they come together and they change I ideas with the thought that uh, with it tucked under their arm of Einstein and some of the other people whose ideas were taken and manipulated into. Uh, uh, warfare type stuff so they said no we're smart we don't want some of this to get out because we are smart so let's keep it amongst each other and let's you know I think that a lot of people think there's some conspiracy going on with the Masons only because there's kind of a buddy buddy thing like they help each Ouch. other just like that same kind of buddy buddy thing that exists outside of the organization like go to the meet... Elks Lodge and throw up yeah. your horns if you're not or... a member or you get your ass kicked. <laughs> I'm serious. They're like serious about that stuff. Boy Scouts or um, churches, like it's the same thing. People who belong to a certain organization outside of that organization, they can, they tend to you know give each other a break a little bit and give each other favors, only because they have this fraternization inside this organization. It's stupid I don't to say there's friends. You you do it with anything. If you're I, friends yeah. or if you're family exactly. or whatever. It's the same thing. But you yeah, all have I a connection. I don't think that there's some sort of global conspiracy. Me and you, me and you get together because we have a lot of I don't of think the Masons ideas. run. I don't think the Masons are like the Illuminati, like what people think the Illuminati are no, running. No, it's because some other effort 
mathematicians start talking shit and a guy goes, I don't understand that. That's the devil. So then all of a sudden it all goes haywire and they're like, no, wait, this is what we're all made of. And I'm trying to explain it to you. And they say, oh, you know, yeah. let's burn them or whatever. So I get it. You know, uh, the job I have now, there's so many people that talk about my head that I just like, oh, that's you. That's your pay grade. <laughs> I don't know. But I can understand like you go back a couple hundred years and you don't understand what these people are talking about and maybe you thought the whole time the earth was flat and uh, the, the monkey blood cured syphilis or whatever, yeah. you know? So I get it how it caught you off guard. But I think now everybody has a lot more understanding of all kinds of stuff. People take, you know, I, even with religion, I don't think it's taking so much the religion itself. I think it's the path of the family that went that way. I think they're seeing it as how their family went not so much the I mean it is a religion for their family don't get me wrong but it's it's historically this path for them so I totally understand it you know yeah but my my whole thought was things that exist now that we have no idea about you know and so personally I think there's like three big three big um, uh, secret organizations and then I think there's some couple of smaller secret organizations that try to pop up but then disappear, you know. Uh, oh, another thing about technology. Still love technology, always and forever. Now, Is this uh, like a technology camp that you went to? Is um, that what you just saying? <laughs> the F-117 stealth bomber. The average Joe didn't know about it till the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was being developed in the 70s. I remember people drawing that, saying they saw it in the air, and yeah. the U.S. denying that it existed. I read an article in Discover Magazine years ago about Skunk Works, the part of... Is it... Uh, Lockheed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Skunk Works is like the secret division of, I think it's Lockheed. It's either Lockheed or um, JPL um, that works for the Air Force. And they were the ones that started developing the F-117 mm -hmm. in like 1974 or something Crazy. like that. Crazy, yeah. It goes when, way far back. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes you wonder what exists now. Whether it's aircraft or oh, um, right. cyber warfare, or what kind of gadgets and technology exists now that we have no clue it's there? Well, really, I mean, you look at, they were talking about, I watched something on Steve Jobs and some of those crews. These computers were massive, filling warehouses, and these guys start working out of their garage making these little compact things. Yeah. It's like... Well, what if it never, what if they never got discovered? What if it, the power was too much or they couldn't get it perfected? You know, how much would it set us back or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. And just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it's inaccessible. Like, let's just pretend your neighbor or let's just pretend some dude out in Nampa, out in his barn starts building a device that like starts to, I don't know, screw around with magnetic fields 
or not magnetic fields, uh, gravi uh, gravity fields. Okay. And he starts generating intense gravity waves or some garbage like that. Nobody knows about it, but you can walk over there. If you happen to know dude's doing a thing over there, you walk over there, hop his barbed wire fence, open the barn door, walk in, you can touch the thing he's working on. The Air Force right now, if they're working on a craft that everyone interprets as being a UFO, they've got to put it somewhere. Yeah. They don't just make it vanish when they're not working on it. It's in an aircraft, or it's in a hangar, hangar somewhere. somewhere yeah. So you can, if you just happen to hang your 18, I know too much. <laughs> if you know, you just, if someone goes, hey, go to this facility. Dress up in this fancy uniform so that yeah. everyone will think you belong. Wear walk into walk into this hangar between this hour and this hour when everyone's at lunch. You jump a fence and walk across the flight line and walk into a hangar, open the door. You can totally see the thing that nobody knows exists. Yeah. You can touch it. It's made of metals that some dude in a shop somewhere was banging on it, getting it to the right shape, you know. Anyway, it just it got me thinking, like, right now today, what things exist that we have no clue they exist? Well, it's know? like when I saw the holograms of the stuff they were coming out with, it's like Dead Stars and they do concerts and stuff now. I'm like... This is pretty crude, but I'm like, this is the start of something massive. Yeah. This is Fifth Element, man. Yeah. This is like, we're walking into something that's beyond, like... You say Fifth Element, I'm thinking of Bruce Willis and what's her name? <laughs> what, okay. what was her name? Uh, Mila Jovovich. Um, yeah, Mila Jovovich. Can you yeah. pause it? I gotta go potty. Okay, I'm potty gonna time. pause it. All right. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry guys. We got to talking about phones and all kinds of stuff. Oh, they, the they, don't, they can't tell the difference. I mean, we just came back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so tomorrow. So the yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Tomorrow. So there are things that could happen in the future. Like there's a billion different things that could happen. But there's only a few things that have a high enough probability to happen that are worth talking about. Yeah. Okay? And then there's the things that don't really have a high probability of happening, but they're fun to talk about. So one of the things is is um, uh, aliens. We've talked about this on a much earlier episode before about what if you know aliens come down and visit. Yeah. Personally... So I used to believe in extraterrestrials on planet Earth mm -hmm. right now, but I don't. Not anymore. Hmm. Um, but I think that the United States government and other governments of the world also, I think they're all hiding any and all evidence of extraterrestrial presence. So you think just so they won't scare us. You think they haven't made it to Earth? Because the distances are so big. I'm with you. you know? I am totally with you. But I think there you. is evidence, but I think they're hiding the evidence. I think they sent signals. I think yeah. they've done something, and they know about it. Or maybe there's a super ancient remnants of some super ancient something. like spaceship or something. Or maybe Roswell was that one in a million. Yeah. Yeah. But what if... Like, 
what if a spaceship showed up on our satellite imagery it starts out from some Amazon or not Amazon some amateur one of those words that starts with an AM one of those <laughs> amateur astronomers that he's seeing oh there's this thing that is getting bigger and bigger and it's not moving you know it's moving with the rest of the stars but it's coming toward us kind of thing and then there comes a point when no government on earth can prevent us from knowing that a spaceship is coming yeah you know i think that would be awesome because then it would kind of bring us away from all, all of our petty geopolitical problems Oh, if something if something happened, I think that's what humans get so jittery about. Like, they want something to happen all the time. Something's mm-hmm. got to happen. They've got to have something now, especially now. Like, it's not just planting potatoes, trying to keep your family alive. Now there's so many distractions. You have to have the best one movie. Blah blah blah. We've talked about that all the time. But the big part is something's got to happen. Something's got to change. Something's got to. Everybody's okay. kind of running around wanting to do stuff, and it comes out in like CrossFit and all these sports and people watching sports. People yeah. want something, so it's like, are we? So here's a, something else to think about. September tenth, two thousand and one. Okay. Everyone's just going to work, watching TV, getting in it's fights. Two thousand one, so there is the internet, you know. Yep. People doing their regular thing. No idea that September 11th, 2001 is the very next day and what's going to happen. So sometimes I think about what is the next huge thing that we have no idea it's going to happen. What if, I don't know. So let's just pick a country. Okay. Let's just make some predictions here. Because what happened on September 11th... Pretty much happens like in every other country all the time. So it's like, so us being like, oh, this is life changing. But it was life changing for our country. Life changing for, okay, yeah, in Iraq or Syria, there's car bombs that blow up in a market and kills a couple hundred people. That's not life changing for them as a country. Life changing for them as a country would be wiping out tens of thousands all at once, kind of thing. For us, life changing was like 3,000 people dead. So, let's just make a prediction and say, so, the United States was hit back in 2001. That was, um, that was like 16 years ago. And I have this theory that life-changing things happen every 20 to 25 years. Okay? Mothman prophecies. Um, I got in a car wreck back in 2013. Okay. Okay. So if you go back up 20 years, 93, um, in 1993, that was a really traumatic experience for me and my family because my dad Mm -hmm. was in the middle of getting out of the Air Force and we had no home for a while. We're staring at different, you know, relatives' houses. That was a year that was really, it was a life-changing kind of year for us. Oh, for sure, yeah. So I have this theory that every 20 years, something life-changing happens. Well, what if, you know, let's go bigger scale for the country 20 years so in the year 2021 something life-changing is due to happen for the united states okay that's my theory or do you drift from the 60s to the 
80s. Well, I've seen other theories where they go in a cycle of there's like a hero cycle and a sadness cycle and a repair cycle or something. Some garbage like that. I don't remember. I was listening to some sort of a podcast that they were talking about that, but I don't remember much about it. Folks, we're getting deep. What I'm saying is, right now, March 19th, we're going about our business, watching Netflix, doing whatever, building. You know, okay. grills in the back of our yeah, yeah, yeah. houses kind of thing. What if, like, next week, what, you know, think about what would happen. Like, what if there was a dirty bomb? What if some, what if some, like, ISIS actually decided, hey, let's do something smart. Let's keep this off of social networks yeah let's keep this off of electronic communications only pass messages on paper you know let's keep it to only about five people five human beings so that you know people can't find out well let's come up with an operation and it's not us john and daniel it's like (laughs) you know imagining what would be for isis kind of thing and (laughs) they're like okay we have an operation we can get some nuclear material from um, North Korea, or we can get some nuclear material from Iran. You just threw the first rail on the track that I was like, if anything's going to happen, yeah, I North think it's Korea, gonna, they're crazy enough. I think it's going to be North Korea, China, and us. And I think it's going to start as that. Well, okay, we won't get political, but nor- uh, China has said, oh, and by the way, no question about it. There is gonna be a U.S.-China war. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, that's what they think. I don't think there is gonna be, but that's just me. The trade's anyway, so high right now. What between is in China that they would really like? I mean, what's the next biggest dumb. thing that's gonna happen? A dirty I, bomb. I think, let's just say a dirty bomb in um, no, I, Hungary nah. or a dirty bomb in Italy. Yeah. I've seen some oh, predictions. I get I've seen some predictions of Muslims wanting to overthrow the Catholic Church from the Vatican itself. So let's just say, uh, what would happen? What would we do? Like, would we still go to work? Well, of course we'd still go to work. But what if there was a dirty you know bomb that wiped out... Is that? The whole entire Vatican. See, this is what makes makes it hard for me to... Because, like, I was a big MTV guy, right? So when the first Iraq war was going on, they went to where all the kids were in Iraq. Like, they're like, how do you feel about this? And they followed them around, and it looked like us. It looked like yeah. us going to malls and going shopping so, and everything. So, like, that wouldn't disrupt us. Like, what would it, oh, it take us. for you, I mean, the world, John and Daniel, uh, to think twice about going to work? Yeah, uh, September you know? 11th. I mean, that that was a pretty big deal where I called. If that happened here in Idaho? Well, no, I, I didn't know what was going on. I watched the... I was sitting on the chair when the second plane hit. I was in Fred Meyer buying bread and lunch meat for my lunch. Yeah. And when I found out about 9-11, and I just continued to go to work like a regular day, thinking, oh, wow, that's pretty monumental happening in New York on the other side of the country. See, I, I, it, they started talking about I was following. I had the day off. And Kenya was sitting on my lap. He was just a little teeny kid. 
And, well, seeing he was born in 98. It seems like it was only a couple of years ago to you and me, because... Oh, yeah, because it was pretty, it was pretty big. Yeah. Like, uh, Kenya was sitting on my lap, and he was trying to play with my face. And I had to grab his hands for a second, because I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, we shut down air travel at all airports. Uh, And then that's when the second plane hit. And they're going, we're getting reports. And I'm like, something's going on. So I instantly called my parents and then my family and said, I don't know what's going on, but let's all meet at dad's house if telephones go down or something. Mm -hmm. So then we know. But it was a day off. I mean, I'm drinking coffee. It was like so unpredictable. Like I'm driving to work sometimes, some mornings, and I'm thinking, what would I do if, like, I've read the, the... eyewitness accounts of the survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and I'm driving to work out on Kunamura Road and I'm thinking what would I do if suddenly there was a bright flash of light and there was a wind that rolled my vehicle off Kunamura but I landed on my wheels would I continue to work? Heck no. No. I would turn around and head back home and get my guns, lock the doors and I'd be like alright we're going to sit here and eat whatever food we have in the house until the stuff blows over. Yeah. I was like, I'd lock everything up. I'd go into my I'd put a floor. sign on the door that says, You step in here. We do not want visitors. We're fine. You know? What I so do. So if everyone comes to our door concerned about our safety, they'll see the sign that says, We're fine. Go away. I would have a I'd, question that only my friends and family could answer. And everybody would know it. Like, I would say, um, like, what's my son's name? Yell it before you come in the door so we know not to shoot you. Then everybody would know, you know what I mean? And that's, his name isn't normal, and you don't know it if you just walk if up you to someone's If you ran house. up to my house yelling, right hand, right hand, I'd let I you in. I, I, and I do that. <laughs> I do that like uh, because sometimes when I go listeners I, that th- there's a long backstory to that. Yeah, there's Yelling, a lot right of hand, stuff. right hand. Yeah, but I think it's always good to think about that because to think that you are um, untouchable, which America does. You see kids walking up and down the street. Oh, yeah. I saw a girl walking in the middle of the street yesterday, twelve years old, maybe. Yelling the most profanities at a car that is behind her, trying to get around her, and I'm like, "What the problem is, is going they on? see everything that happens in the world on a screen, and so That's since it I'm didn't happen that. in their life, it's not real." And I'm like, I remember mouthing off to somebody who wasn't even my parent, and them like ready to take me out, and yeah. you know, and. And it shaped me up. Like, I was like, oh, crud. There's an action or a react. And I wasn't a bad kid. I was pretty respectful. But I do remember it was a little bit more. We were kind of coming off of the 70s, 80s. I mean, people weren't spanking. Like, my parents spanked me, but they weren't wooden spoon and belts and all that shit that happened on their generation and stuff. But uh, I got the wooden spoon every once in a while. Yeah, and it's not every once in a while, not very often. I was. A it's good more kid. of a scare tactic. It's when the people start getting, when you're warming up before you spank your kid, you got the wrong intention. You're it's to get their attention, not to you know yeah. hurt them. Like there's some people that I know that 
that spoon was broken over them, essentially. You know, like, they used it as an excuse to, you know, I'm just punishing my kid or whatever. But, um, but now you got people that they won't do anything. Like, they won't do anything to their kids. Like, we had a, a couple, we grabbed their kid out from the middle of the street. A baby. A baby. And I am not trying to give too much away, but it was a infant. Ran it back to their house, said, your baby's in the street, and we got screamed at. Don't ever touch my kid, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> and I'm like, you So those kind of people need me. a disaster. Like, the, uh, the average American. The average American needs a disaster. Like, so I was thinking... Like, you know I'm not much... So we think back about September 10th. Yeah. Right? What if March 19th is the day that okay 10 years down the road we think back oh remember march 19th i was just chilling at home talking with max and relaxing shooting some ski ball out or b-ball out yeah what if we in the future think back to march 19th going man that was such a regular normal day we had no clue what was gonna happen march 20th you know massive clumps of jeans with a bloody pen. <laughs> no, um, no, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so let's move away from disasters. I'm still thinking about this tomorrow thing. What if it's so something? Why we always do that? We're waiting for the next A bomb. We're ne- waiting for the next hit. We're waiting for the. Me what and if my cousin. We're great. hoping for it because. What if it's like? It was an awesome ice cream social all over the United yeah. States. Everybody yeah, brought no, what I they was, wanted. I was gonna move away from a disaster yeah. of like. So you got um, Elon Musk working on trying to electrify every home and car and everything. Can you what answer if, me a question? Can, so I mean, honestly, say, go ahead. Drive down the freeway. You're talking Elon Musk, and I think so. You know the power grids they, that he made. The yeah. um, okay. The tell solar me if that's cells not the, or something. Yeah, tell me if that's not the ones by Tucano's when you're on the freeway. I haven't been there. No, no. Just drive on the freeway and look over. And tell me if that's... They have these huge things that look just like those outside that motel. Huh. And I was like, are they running off those? But they, know. But they're on poles. They look just like them. Give I would just, that dude 10 bucks for his awesome idea and buy his stuff. Elon Musk is one of the it. few people who seems like he genuinely... He's not in it to make a buck. He's genuinely in it to help people what out. What does help civilization out. He's got millions. You know? He could sit down right now and ignore... The populace yeah. and dissolve. No, he's trying to help everyone He's doing out. awesome, yeah. And so I think that's awesome, but like, think about And he sounds like thing. a cologne. What? Yes, he does. <laughs> no, um, like, think about the next awesome technological invention that we have no idea it's out there. Like, like I, I don't know. Um, MP3 player. Something to I... convert, um... Something to generate massive amounts of light to make little tiny... Like, imagine little teeny tiny LEDs that put out massive amounts of light, like a car headlight oh, yeah. kind of... Like, what? something that we have no idea yeah. that it exists now, but five years down the road, we'll be like, how could we exist without this thing? LED lights is a perfect example. How could we exist without this technological invention? I was just throwing LED lights out there. Well, like, I'm saying, but we I'm just used saying, to have to think about bulbs and batteries and everything else. You went to go buy a, 
flashlight. You spend five bucks for the flashlight. I don't care if this is the 80s or whatever. You spend five bucks for a flashlight. You pay uh, three or four bucks for a couple D batteries. Then you hope. Hopefully the bulb works. If the bulb works, great, yippee. If it yeah, doesn't, then you got to go. Yeah, then you got to spend five bucks on a new bulb. Now you've got a flashlight that you could probably pick up for fifty cents at a store. And don't touch it after it's been on for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But now you can go in with an LED light, pay a <laughs> buck something. Went into Batteries Plus on cold. I knew that. Um, they did not they pass fix for this it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I went into Batteries Plus, and I'm standing there waiting for them to get me my motorcycle battery, and they have this little display of a hey! small bat or small flashlight and Remind a big flashlight. Remind me, I got brand new motorcycle batteries. That, oh, okay. Well, we'll see if they fit. But So they got this flashlight sitting there by the cash register, a little display, and it's got a little, the flashlight is aimed away from you at this white card, and a little thing that says, it's as bright as a car headlight. Mm. And I'm like... Really? So I hit the button. I was instantly blinded. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> the light wasn't even shining at my eyes. It was shining on a white card. And the white card blinded me. And I was like, ah, oh, stupid me. Blah, blah, blah. And the lady was like, yeah, we normally are supposed to have a little sign there that says caution. It's really you bright for your safety. That? And she said that there's a dude that works there that thinks it's funny to remove that so that people blind oh, themselves. That's hilarious. But... You used to have to get that in the mag light. Please yeah. carry them around. That's yeah, what 5D cell. Yeah. 5D cell mag yeah. light. Now you got that metal baseball bat. Now I remember. I remember this distinctly. I didn't invent anything. I'm not being pompous. I just remember looking at all the albums of all my family and going, wouldn't it be cool in the future if it was just like this big? Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of laughing like, you could get all those albums in something as big as a quarter, and everybody kind of, like, and they didn't. They just laughed. I wasn't saying a quarter. Yeah. I was just saying, like, oh, this would be so cool. Yeah, and it's something now. Cool. My grandpa, being the dude he is, he, when they got a TV, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I know he at least did this. He would make little contraptions. He made his first mute button on the back of the TV so he could get <laughs> up and switch it off. If and This the was TV back was in the still... day when TVs weren't connected to the internet. <laughs> yeah, this was just a cord. So he took like, a, I think it was a flashlight. You remember the old flashlight red thumb thing that went up and down? Uh -huh. And he just made a mute button out of that. <laughs> and he's just that kind of guy. Like yeah. He just would look at something and be like, oh. But he... Would also do that with engines and everything else. He'd just be like, okay. Kind of like your dad, I want probably. a thing that does a thing. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to make there. it. Yeah. yeah. He, for a science project, he's like, I'm going to make a light bulb turn on by a potato. Like, he's <laughs> for high school, we were supposed to come up with an invention. Have you ever tried to make hot cocoa with cold water? Yeah. The well, powder doesn't. Yeah, it clumps up. Yeah. I made a cold cocoa stirrer. It was a motor. Okay. And it had one little beater. It was kind of like a mixer, like a, for baking, you know? Yeah. But it had one little wire beater. And my dad um, wired, he bent the wire beater because I did a horrible, crappy job. And he did a great job of making it all symmetrical Looked and like everything. A beater, yeah. But it was a motor with this one beater, and it had the four little prong things that you just set it on top of the glass. And then you just turn it on, and it was a 
three-stage button that was on or it was off on low and on high and it had like a triple a and a nine volt attached yeah. to it it was like or it was yeah. and i am not even kidding and they're the little motors the little yeah motors and it would yeah. mix up your coke you could take a glass of cold water frigid cold water dump in some cocoa powder for a couple of seconds and it was mixed up dissolved see that's perfect not clumped up I did the same thing, but... And everyone laughed because I thought it was a stupid idea. And I was like, what do you mean it's a stupid <laughs> idea? Now you can have cold cocoa instead of hot cocoa without the clumps of powder. Yeah, that's... You're welcome. From me. <laughs> the, uh, the, what I did was I would take apart um, cars, remote control cars, uh -huh. and then they would have the two things. The servos? Yeah. So I would make fans summer fans and I'd bend the blades and everything and uh, I'd make fans and I'd make all kinds of little things with those motors mm -hmm. and they're awesome the heartbreaker though was you would run them like you'd be like well okay if one 9 volts good two 9 volts are better so I'd yeah. hook everything up and then you hear the motor go and then you smell that smoke that solder smell yeah, yeah and then it kill your engine you're like oh shit I remember <laughs> when I was in high school my folks bought a new vacuum, and their old vacuum was this crappy old Kirby that it was one of Which those usually that isn't. it was bulletproof. You could run over it with a yeah, truck yeah. and it wasn't hurt at all. It was, and I was like, this vacuum still runs. I could do stuff with it. And I was like, can I have the old vacuum? And they're like, yeah, sure, I don't care. And I thought, okay, my bedroom it Which gets kind of hot sometimes. I think Kirby has like a lifetime warranty too. So yeah. I was like, my bedroom gets kind of hot sometimes. What I could do is take the handle off the Kirby and take stuff off of it and turn it into a fan. Like an air conditioner fan yeah. and just set it in the vacuum or set it in the window and it can blow in cool air from outside into my hot bedroom. And I, now I imagine... Sitting there in my bedroom with this Kirby, like super loud. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome. This is perfect. It's like what? behind a jet engine. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's moving my hair back. I don't even have to style it or anything. It's great. Where are your eyebrows? I don't know. Kids are dumb. Yeah. I was dumb when I was a kid. That's no, but anyway, no, tomorrow. So just imagine what kind of a thing out there. We have no idea it's going to happen. And yeah. in 10 years, we will be thinking back, thinking, man, March 19th, we had no clue well, what, let's, was, let's think what about was coming down the pike. Smaller uh, people are all fine with it now because we're past it. But we had one of the worst winters, historical oh, yeah. worst winters. And just talking to my wife about that. We were like, hey, check it out. No snow on the road. And she yeah. was like, oh, I know. Thank goodness. God. Like, it was a bad winter. Like, usually in Idaho, you leave the winter and you're like, I hope we have enough in the reservoir. And that's your only concern. This winter, we were like, could not get out of our driveway. I hope my house is still on its foundation. I was down to, <laughs> yeah, I had three cars. I was down to one. That did not do well in the we snow. We had one car that never left the driveway. I, I couldn't leave the driveway. I had to call in two days because I couldn't get out of my driveway. It was yeah. so bad. 
historical. And everybody forgets about it because, what, yeah. it's just snow. Nobody I was knows. talking to an older lady today. I happened happened to meet my dad's aunt. Nice. All growing up, um, we visited their house, my dad's aunt and uncle, a couple of times. I never would have recognized her today. Oh. But she comes up to me sitting in church, and she's like, are you... Uh, are you so-and-so? And I'm like, um, yeah. And so anyway, we got to talking. And then my mom showed up, and they got to really talking because they have a lot more adult memories together. I was a kid last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they're talking, and they were talking about the weather. And this lady was like, yeah, the before this past winter, the worst winter I could remember was back in the 70s. Like, it's 1977. Yeah. She's like... Yeah, that was pretty cold. The Snake River froze. Like, the whole entire Snake River just oh, yeah. stopped. It just froze. And I'm like, holy crap, how come no one talks about that now? You, you know? should have seen the Pay or the, yeah, Payette River when it froze up, when they were talking about flooding down there. They shut off, like, we went down there twice to Ontario. Uh, then we just shop at the Walmart over there. We do a double excuse so we don't have to pay sales tax. Anyway, so we, <laughs> but it was frozen up and it was doing that moaning. Whoa! Like all the ice was rubbing up against each other and stuff. I mean, it was screwed up. Like if I had a house down there. It sounds really like, dirty. Well. It was rubbing up against it each was other. Moaning. 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 Yeah. yeah. Or something. I don't know. So then, uh, Cracking and squeaking. Yeah, it was weird. And then it was like... like a couple of old people. Parasitly <laughs> trying to go over the side. And then uh, uh, then it would just clear out. It would all bust out and just like shoot down the river. But it was crazy watching like... just It's just solidified. There's a river and it's just ice everywhere. and um, So those guys... Oh, uh, what I was going to say was like... Uh, uh, like rest areas were mm -hmm. closed yeah you couldn't even weird. get into them there was so much snow well we went to when do you close a rest area i know well how are you supposed to rest you just rest outside the rest area is that legal can you do that where are you gonna where are you gonna go when you need to take a dump in a urinal i don't know but that brings us <laughs> up to another thing idaho needs to desperately needs to stop closing their bathrooms in the mountains because people crap all over them. And it is so bad that like... Oh, the door is closed, huh? You pull well, I'll up. just take a dump right here then. It, it, that's exactly what they do. And you pull up and you're like, oh, there's a bathroom. I'll see if it's open. I can smell it's not open. And you just drive <laughs> off because you're just like... Years you know ago. So this is probably like 20, 25 years ago. Sorry, folks. We've We're taken you on to a whole different realm we're at church and i go into the bathroom and there's my kid sister my kid sister is like single digit age mm. i don't remember how old she was but she was like really little and she needed to go to the bathroom and she was too young to notice the different too young to realize the difference between the men's room and the women's room oh yeah, yeah. she goes into the men's room sees one of the urinals and just hops up on the urinal that's... backwards and starts pooping. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not what that's for. And I take her down and put her into the one of the stalls. And that memory has stuck with me for years. <laughs> About ready to take a dump in a urinal. 
<laughs> I've seen some weird stuff in Europe. You have chewed up gum and chewing tobacco, sunflower wrappers, candy wrappers. But I've never seen a turd in a urinal yet. Oh, I've seen them. You haven't <laughs> been to a casino. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, people are funny. There's a uh, you haven't seen Kingpin either. With uh, are there any robots in that one? No, it's a bowling movie. Spaceships. It's funny, it's funny though. But the Heads guy displays. They have a guy that's from uh, uh, what's his name? Randy Quaid. Oh yeah, Randy he, Quaid. He plays the Amish guy, and he he's does, the one that went crazy goes, in. Oh dude, he's um, nuts. He's, the he's one still that went, nuts. He's the one that went crazy in um, Independence Day yeah, with the and aliens, went, and then he went crazy in real, in real life, life. <laughs> like bat shit crazy. There is no <laughs> other way to say it. But do you know what? Part of me thinks okay, he was ranting and raving about. Um, the, the secret Hollywood, Hollywood secret organization, murder like, organization. Yeah. Part of me is like, wait a minute, what if he was right? What if he was right, dude? There was a whole bunch of tinfoil, like I always said, with that Operation Northwoods and all that other crap. Uh, opera, uh, um, MK Ultra, the, MK Ultra for years. Tinfoil hats were talking about. Oh, yeah. And the CIA was like, no, no, and no, And I no, just love no. how... And then a few years ago, Gulf CIA is like, yeah, okay, we yeah. were totally doing that. Gulf of Tonkin. All that stuff, we were doing it. We started the Vietnam War. Bull crap. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. Okay, did. it's Gulf It's of been Tonkin. long enough. All the people who you guys would have crucified are gone now. Yeah, we did it. And uh, that's why they're, that JFK stuff supposed to be supposed to come out this October. I'm so this October. They keep doing it as long as the people in charge don't decide that it's still a matter of national security. As long as they decide, you know what? It's been long enough. This October, all the JFK stuff is supposed to be declassified. I can tell you right now, I have shot guns. Maybe that's the tomorrow thing. Maybe that's the tomorrow thing there I'm talking about. No this October, bullet. there's going to be something big. Please. What if there's like more than one sniper? Because if you watch the Stabilize Zapruder film, we're getting into some tinfoil mm. hat stuff. You watch. Listeners, do this. Pause this episode right n- Well, not right now because you don't know what you're going to be looking. And to okay. the left. Down Go and to the left. Onto YouTube. Down and to the left. YouTube stabilized Zapruder film and you will totally see him get hit once from the back and then you'll see him get hit from the front through the forehead and he whips back and you will see the blood sprays and everything now go ahead and pause this podcast right now and go watch that it's pretty it's pretty okay you're back okay they didn't anticipate you cannot tell me that they, that was from behind. Uh, he had to have had two snipers. If you see, if you've ever been hunting. And the FBI is like, no, 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 no. There was only one sniper. And it was always this guy who conveniently spent some time in Russia. Who may or may not have had some secret CIA black site training or brainwashing like they did with the dude that killed John Lennon. I'm getting tinfoil hat here. No. I am so stoked for October. October is going to be the big thing. I've done it before. It's like three or four years ago they did this. 
And they did the exact same thing, and it never came out. Uh, if I remember right, they brought it out, and it was so blacked out that it wasn't even worth it's everything we've been we've talked about. Like, there's As I been be- nothing known. From what I understand, with the MK Ultra stuff, there was still a little bit of stuff redacted, but almost everything. No, was- MK Ultra was out there. Like, yeah, it's it was- they totally threw it out there. Like. Uh, that's where... No, CIA was denying it for the whole well, time. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, after it was released. Oh, after yeah, it was yeah. released. Yeah, they just... They didn't care. They unzipped it, and they flopped it out on the table. And nobody cared. Uh, Operation Northwoods was the same All of, way. Well, okay, and, some people cared. And, uh, the, the tinfoil hats were like, I was right! And everybody and was like, who cares? So? They killed your own people! Oh, so? Oh, God. Guys, sorry, our political is showing... <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no, no. We this kept is it conspiracy. Fairly. Yeah, this is conspiracy. This is good. This, this is, is good. politics. Well, no, I slowly kind of tripped in because I started saying what the other side was saying. Oh. And I, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so other than that, there's a lot of stuff that people just ignore. It's great to not think about stuff and sit like in your living room and watch Game of Thrones and everything. But there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that people are fighting about that you're like, I can't wait for the next big thing. The next big thing that we will be talking about for 10 or 20 years after. Yeah. You know? Oh. What's it going to be? Is it going to be a destruction? Is it going to be a technological yeah. advance? Is it going to yeah. be an Intel leak? What? No, okay. I'm not talking. No, I don't want Intel leak. I want Intel declassification. Declassification. That's period. what I want. What's it going to be? The next big thing. Because I think they underestimate people in general i think they think oh they're gonna get scared i don't think they will i think they'll mount up and be like okay you told us the truth tell us how to deal with this tell us how uh we need to look at it or be aware of i think people will be more interested in their societies and everything else we found it in september 11th the minute something happened everybody joined up everybody was just they're saying hi to each other everybody's trying to make sure that they're it would be great to have that on a scale. Declassify everything, tell us, so we're prepared for it. Then that way, it doesn't become a surprise. We're already communally together. Uh, yeah, you want to bring a nation together. Together is telling the truth. Yeah. And it does. will it scare some people? Of course it will. It will, will divide some, some people, but... An election divided a country. Like... I don't think it would be that difficult to... I think releasing something like, okay, yes, Roswell was a UFO, that blah, blah, blah. If they just kind of, once again, unzipped and flopped it out on the table and take their licks, yeah, yeah, people are going to be like, shame on you for keeping this for so long. But they will only be upset for a short period of time, and then the whole rest of the time, it will be fascination with what they release. They won't even acknowledge it. The the wreck in Roswell, if you go back, they went back and put dummies in parachutes. Handcrafted dummies, human dummies in parachutes, and said, this is what we found. Everybody went back and said, bullshit, that is not what you found, it wasn't Mm -hmm. out there. And they came back and said, you're right. We yeah, made you've these, got farmers and who were we, saying there was a kind of metal, it was purplish metal, and it was like tinfoil, but we'd crinkle it up, and it would go back to perfectly smooth. Yeah. 
And they said, and our the Air Force is like, no, that was just a weather balloon. Yeah, and our government said, well, people thought it was aliens, so we wanted to try to make something that looked like aliens. And they fully admitted it. And everybody went, shame on you. There has to be something going on here. But we're not going over to war on it. We're just questioning everything now. I want the Perfect. next big thing. I am so... I cannot wait. It's killing me, John. It's killing me to have to wait for this next big thing. Walk this whole yesterday, in. today, tomorrow thing. Tomorrow, there's something coming. I don't know if it's a technological advancement or a massive destruction or a huge intel release. I don't know what it is. There's something coming this year, next year, who knows, and it's killing me to have to wait for it. I want it. Even if it's a massive destruction, I want it to hurry up and happen because even massive destructions bring us together, you know? Massive well, destructions and why make, should all make a it tornado all alley have all the fun? Massive destructions remind people that there's more to existence as a human being than Netflix. Okay, I'm not a religious guy. Used to be. Used to. I think I said it before. Try to train into the priesthood and everything else, or careful. not priesthood, pastor. Side of the road, careful. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my, yeah. But I will say, I'm not so much on that side anymore. And where was I? Well, we going take different paths. And next big destruction. Crap! I, bl I blew it because I too, I, it was going to go veering off clear oh, to the right yeah. and I screwed it up. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Listeners, that was my whole thing about yesterday, today, and tomorrow that I wanted to talk about. And I'm glad it worked out. Shoot. My brother is finally on Facebook. Is it? He was a holdout. He refused. He he was bitter, like flaunting not being on Facebook. Oh, there's a lot of people like that. Hated Facebook. Never was going to get on Facebook. Decided he wanted to repair an old relationship with an old acquaintance. And discovered oh, that's a good that way the, to do Facebook. And discovered that the only way to get in contact with them was through Facebook. And so he's like, all right, I guess I'll get that's on fine. Facebook. I'll post a nice picture of myself. Post a nice picture of my son. Yeah. Well, his son has gummy lifesavers on his fingertips. Nice. Remember our last episode with the snacks? Yep. The gummy lifesavers. I saw that picture that he posted, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Just like Bruce smelling Dory's nosebleed. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Gummy lifesavers. I need some. <laughs> gummy lifesavers aren't friends. They're food. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Oh. I saw that and I was like... Did you ever do that? Did you ever do that with olives when you were a kid? No, I hate olives. Oh, freaking A. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to all the last of my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the last podcast of On the Side of the Room. <laughs> all of my brothers and sisters used to always put yeah. olives on their fingertips. I Okay, there is only one condition that I can eat olives. And that's if they're sliced thin on a pizza. A pepperoni pizza. Then the tomato sauce and the pepperoni can overpower the olive. Yeah, but the olive is like I'm an olive, and the pepperoni is like shut up. 
Get back down there. Yeah. And I well, barely there's even no It's just a little bit of a little bit of a a, a twang. Like remember we were talking about um, um, synesthesia. Yeah. There's a little bit of a twisted grayish twist kind of a twang to the flavor when it's in a pizza. But if it's not on a pizza, I won't eat them. I will pick them out of a salad. I will explicitly avoid them. <laughs> Listeners, if you could see that look. One of my biggest like, things is I can't. It's like the disappointed father. <laughs> disappointed father. No, because we had a snack time and he ate stuff. The ones that I really... People could be picky about food. I don't understand it myself. I am but. super picky about food, and John is super not picky about yeah. food. And and it's funny because me and Daniel have very different views on a lot of stuff, but uh, we're always... And my wife's like, how are you friends with these people? <laughs> not Daniel necessarily, but my... I picked these, these people. I No, I have these <laughs> friends that are... She knows our Totally opposite of the way I think. But I go, but it doesn't matter because once oh, yeah. once you start talking and you become friends and you start talking, everything in the middle, you're in the ditch. The water is all flowing the same way. <laughs> Some people may like other sides of the ditch better than the others, but you're all going down the same ditch. You are totally not picky about food. I'm so picky about food that you could make my favorite food. Like if you were to say, hey Daniel, here's a plate of gummy lifesaver-like candies, yeah. I'd be like, ooh, and you'd be like, I made them from scratch at home. I'd be like, oh, maybe later. Uh, no thanks. Because I cannot eat food that people have made. And, and I'm a I can eat, guy. I can eat food that we, like me or my wife or kids made, or that my mom made. Like sometimes we'll go and visit her house. Well, how do you go to a restaurant? You don't. Those are all made by machines. There's a human in your being head? operating a machine. In your head? Yeah. <laughs> There's a dude, and he does the same thing every They're day, trained. and so he's like a machine. And you can't see him. And it's all synthetic food. They order, and it comes in frozen boxes, and... We, you hope. Restaurant is as close to someone else making it that I can get. Did get down with, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's got to be... Well, let me tell you something. Store-bought. I could not tell. You went to our our son's uh, picnic and everything, and I could not tell that you were picky. I thought you did very good. I, I think you're... Sometimes suppress it. When we're talking about a friendship on the line. Yeah. Oh, but... Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. And no, now no, we have no, a listener no, out there no, who's no. going... Wait a minute. I thought so we were friends and this, you turned down. No, this is what I did. I gave Daniel an ultimatum. I said, you fucker. If you do not eat all the food that's presented before you, we're done. And he's like, okay, if this is what's going to keep If it comes down to it, yes. I or can. I just said, come over and eat. And if you don't want to eat, fine. If you do, fine. <laughs> there were so many other people there also there were so great. many people with that celebration that and they looked like they were having such a good time and I didn't want to be that guy that people were like what's nobody his problem nobody would even do you know nobody would even think I didn't want to be that guy I, you could have sat down not said a word I overanalyze something sometimes everybody overanalyzes everything that's what <laughs> it's called human 
So, anyway. That's why everybody gets uncomfortable when they got to go to a dinner with everybody. They go, Everyone hey, gets uncomfortable get when people start taking their shirts off. And then you go, just don't fart. Or just don't <laughs> have your feet stinked or whatever. Okay, come to my house. I'm inviting you for dinner. But for the love of all that is deep fried and holy, do not look at the ceiling. Yeah. Don't look me in the eyes. Don't look at the ceiling. Don't acknowledge me as Mark. <laughs> What? Your name isn't Mark. It's Daniel. I know, but it has happened once before. There will be some people that will be walking through our house while we're eating. Just ignore them. Just stare at the floor. Do not look at them. Do not look at them in the eye. Is that your phone or my phone? Oh, it's Carrie. (gasps) Oh, she wants to be on the podcast. She wants to be on the podcast. Okay. Hello? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Well, I have no clue. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because maybe we're recording. Oh, God. What? Love you. Love you. <laughs> 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 That's always fun. <laughs> Get our carry drop in for this evening. I was going to let it go farther, but... I also want to keep my larynx exactly where it's at. <laughs> so. Oh, that's always fun. That's fun. <sighs> so, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. We were joking about, uh, yeah, don't make it awkward. Okay. Remember, I invite you to my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can eat it. We anywhere. were joking about things. Well. But now the moment's gone, so. Yeah. You Sounds posted good. something on Facebook of eating some pho. Love pho. Love pho. I will not. It's the best. I will... I think I could ruin a friendship. <laughs> Over pho. No! <laughs> pho is so good. No. Especially for a runner. Because I can eat a whole bowl of pho, and there's only 500 calories in a whole bowl of pho, and you can eat it all and still go for a run. It looks okay. like... It is... I get it. My wife hates okay, it. Okay, I will smell it. It smells Again, great. From what I remember from other um, people from other cultures mm-hmm. at work eating the kind of... Eating the kind of weird crap that they eat. I'm sorry. This isn't too weird, though. No, I'm saying if I look at a bowl of pho, I'm like... Ooh, no ooh. way. It, but it's just rice noodles... It's got a broth that's a bone Does marrow. it smell like... It's got... Well, you control what goes in it, right? So, it starts out... the beef, It's a beef broth. So, they do it off of bones, right? So, any beef broth is done off of bones. Okay. So... Okay. Hold on. I'm hyperventilating here. Okay. Okay. Beef broth? Yes. Okay. Beef broth... Okay. They put some anise, star anise, which is what okay. you had in the tea. Okay? okay. That's the flavor. Starting to get weird, but okay. Okay. Now that's simmered for hours. Okay. That's the broth. Uh, just like a chicken broth. That's what you do for a Why chicken broth. Why do you have to simmer for hours? Just for just the flavor. Get it hot? No. Because it, it, it extracts all the flavor. So, oh, like so when you... you want- you want that beef broth. See the bones, like they're white. When to you like molecularly. Yeah, 
yep. merge with so you that want a star broth. anise. Yep. So that's that. You take rice noodles. You take cilantro, onions. Gross. Um, well, you don't have to have onions. You can do cilantro. You don't even have to do cilantro. You could do beef broth noodles. Now you're just at white rice, essentially. Um, <laughs> you do that. You, I do um, onions, cilantro, um, and those are green onions. Um, then you do uh, a beef shank. So it's the very tender part of the steak cut really thin. And when they put the hot water in, it cooks it because it's so thin. So it's like just thin meat. Thin meat. Okay. Um, and then you take, um, what is that? It's not sage. It's um, not rosemary. Oh, freak. It's leaves. Um, Bay leaves? No. Thyme? No. Parsley? No. Paprika? No. Oregano? No. It's... Lari's? <laughs> it's the only one that you didn't say to. <laughs> Anyways, um, God, Jeremy right now is going... I know, he's screaming it at us. Everybody is. And I do it without even thinking about it all the time. It's just when somebody questions... Is it one of those things that's just decorative? No, 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 no. It's very flowery. It's kind of flowery tasting. That's where most people are thrown off. But you don't... Basil, fresh basil. Basil. So you take fresh basil, you throw it in there, and then um, it just kind of marinates, right? But... um, it's so light, but it's so flavorful from the beef that it becomes kind of this... So it doesn't taste like stereotypical Asian vinegar and hay no, no, kind no, no, of no, 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 no. fermented no, garbage no, 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 kind no. of food? This is a very light, very light... Uh, like I said, I could run on Okay, it. see, I've... Been around a lot oh, of oh okay I've okay, been okay. A lot of this is where it goes weird crap and that's a that that's, turned me off that's of... a basic pho right okay that's a basic now they give you hoisin sauce and um, chili sauce and some stuff if you want to put it in with it but you could eat it plain like from what you've described yeah I'd be willing to try it at a restaurant if it started out simple. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, and you can put, they give you sprouts, fresh sprouts, but you don't have to put any of that in there. They give it to you on the side. Like, it is just... Um, like, food, like, I'm kind of shallow that way. Oh, food yeah. and people, I'd go based off of physical appearance first. Like I remember what? a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about um, um, getting to know a cute girl. If it's a cute girl, you're gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna go approach, okay? And if they've got a Horrible personality, then you go away. Yeah. But if it's a butt ugly person, but they have the most beautiful personality, I'm the kind of shallow person that mm-hmm. would kind of politely avoid the butt ugly person. Oh, I'm so the opposite. I'm like because I'm visual, you know. And yeah, so when yeah, I yeah. see this disgusting, oh, oh, okay. slimy thing, no, no, that's no. the that's no. the gate. That's no, no, the no. front yard gate right there. Is the appearance. What's your favorite? What's your favorite meal? Something simple, um, just pick us. I have a bunch of favorite meals. Like that are really, a meat and potato type dish? Yeah, meat and potatoes kind okay. of person. Pho, Rice and sweet and sour chicken. Okay. Nothing else. Pho is, take the sweet and sour off the chicken. 
Pho is the basic. Then you can take okay. it anywhere okay. you want from there. But it's the like problem a, is the appearance turns me off of it. You but know? it's just like it is just. But a from beef what you've described, yeah. you're looking. You are witnessing, firsthand witnessing. <laughs> well, and I hit on something because you like the someone star anise. changing. You know, and you know where I found uh, where I fell in love with anise taste was pho. That's why I like the tea because okay. it actually has that kind of. But it's so light; it is not like that. From it's what like you've described, light. I am willing. To try a basic, simple... Okay. And I will take you to the best place. Mild pho. I will take you to the best place. The problem is it's Korean. Yeah. And I have this bias against Koreans because of the language. Oh. Anything that's not Chinese, it's just a mutation of Chinese. <laughs> Japanese, it's just mutated, disgusting L- Ladies Chinese. and gentlemen... Korean is just the drunk... The views of uh, Chinese. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views that I have. <laughs> this is the stuff that we talk about on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we don't expect you to stay with us if you get offended. I'm just saying. Just like Portuguese is drunk Spanish. Sometimes I can't comment on this stuff. I'm biased against Portuguese because it's. The way it sounds, I, you know, this is the way I draw. Get slobbery drunk. This is the way I draw. There's guys try to speak Spanish. The guy named that's Portuguese. The guy named Tui that used to be the uh, driver for. Trans- oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Big, yeah, big Hawaii or no, big Polynesian looking guy. He's a Samo. Is he a was Samoan? he Samoan or Tongan? He was Samoan. Did not like Hawaiians. So if you called him a Hawaiian, he would get pissed off and be like, those spam-eating mother effers, blah, 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 blah. And he'd go on forever. But he, you didn't argue with him. But My bias me, comes from linguistics. I am horrible, so I would always call him a pineapple. And then he would always chase me down trying to kill me. No, we were really good. This is a story funny about Tui. So Tui is massive. The new cartoon out with The Rock, he looks like that guy. He is massive. So he's a big guy. Um, we're driving down the freeway, me and my Heart wife. Heart of gold. Oh, lovely guy. Gold. Lovely guy. So we're driving down the freeway. I've got my head shaved. Um, I'm wearing a woman beater white tank or t-shirt. I've got slacks on. I look like the quintessential white supremacist. I am wearing the white supremacist outfit. I've got the outfit on, but what I don't understand, because I'm driving down there, I'm trying to keep my clothes from de-wrinkling because me and Carrie thought we'll get dressed up. So i got to hang them in the back. But I look, I'm wearing a white a supremacist outfit, essentially. So I don't even You're think about uniform. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uniform, yeah, exactly. So I get out of the car. I pull up alongside Tui. Tui will not look over at me on the freeway. He will not look over. He drives a diesel. Sorry. Trans Group is a diesel company. So he's driving. He will not look over at me. Will not look over at me. Will not look over. I'm stopping. I'm doing everything. Finally, I have this big um, Chevy three-quarter ton. I go, I blow past him, and I stop in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> he pulls up alongside me, looks down, and is like, what the heck is this guy doing? Finally recognizes that it's me and Carrie. Pulls over, gets all excited. He jumps out. I jump out. We start running towards each other. 
Truckers are calling. Truckers are calling because they think there's some kind of white supremacist race (laughs) war going on in the middle of the freeway. Then finally, he's laughing. We hug. He kisses Carrie. He's laughing. He jumps up in his rig and he grabs the thing and he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. And I go, what happened? He goes, oh, he thought we were in a fight. You just saw this white supremacist guy in this big old... Oh, smiling. <laughs> running at each other in the middle oh, of Mountain Home. funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, heart of gold. No, I was going to say, for me, visual appearance is the front gate. Well, I think it's... And for presentation, if, if it looks like garbage, you're not going to get to the front door. Ugh. Period. Yeah. And... F- all the pictures that I've seen it, it looks like garbage. Yeah. You know? You'll, you'll die. You'll so, I'm bringing out. Remember? We're, what? Uh, I don't mind Oriental folks, food. let's go back. I don't mind Oriental food. Bull I crap. love rice. I love... I've eaten octopus and squid before. Clam and... That was a clam, high five. Um, uh, crab. Well, what do you think of octopus? Fish. It's a little rubbery, but I don't mind then the flavor. Then you should... Yeah. It's good. I don't you, mind the flavor. You need to have the octopus that is done by El Gallo. The seaweed snacks that the Japanese do is disgusting. But well, that's but crap. like regular... I ate the durian fruit candy. Oh, the durian, yeah. Oh, freak. I belched that for six <laughs> hours. That was yeah. horrifying. I do still want to try the fruit, though. <laughs> I get it. I get oh, it. But I, I was in Taiwan. One of the it. first nights we were there, this lady was taking us through these different stores and market. Like we, she took her to this, took us into this. I'm getting all excited. Into this produce. It was just fruits and vegetables. This store, and they had the durian there, and it mm. was all big and heavy and spiky. Mm. And I had never seen one before, and I was like, "This is weird. It's like an alien fruit from a different planet." And she bought this one fruit. And I have no idea what it was called. Mm. She told us what it was called, but it was all ching chong, ching chong to me. Yeah. And I believe it had a reddish orange outside. Inside, it was like white cotton. The taste oh. of sugar. Oh. It was white cotton, but the white cotton had water. It was like a white juicy cotton. Like It looked like soft, feathery. It didn't look juicy at all. It looked like white, it. feathery something. You and I was like, uh, I don't know, because you know me in appearances. Yeah. And I and other people were eating, and they were like, Wow. And so I was like, All right, I'll try it. And I tried it, and it was amazing. It was sweet and juicy, hmm. but it didn't look juicy. It was it's like white. dragon fruit. I don't know. Have you tried dragon fruit? I don't know. I may have that night. Dragon fruit looks weird though. It's like purple and it has these curls uh, off on the outside no it was it was a it's round like, it was a round the chinese would use the k measure word for it because it was a round thing like a ball hmm. and it had a reddish orangish reddish outside and it was relatively smooth i believe but inside was white feathery that's crazy cottony that's so looking cool. stuff that was yeah, it was amazing. Well, that's what they said that inside the durian fruit, that each pocket's supposed to be like pudding. It's like this little pudding thing. And mm. I guess they, you either really like it or you really don't like it. When I was in like Peru, it. I had like five different kinds of bananas that we don't have in America. Had this little tiny banana they called a manzanita, which means little apple, because it was a little banana that tasted like an apple. Oh. Like that's the awesome. bananas that we have in America 
were really rare down there. They didn't like them. They had these other kind of bananas that imagine a regular banana, but it was it was imagine it was squished flat a little bit, and you peel it and it was pinkish inside. And it was a weird flavor. Guys, we got a whole new segment. We got to talk fruit with oh papayas Daniel. and mangoes. I can go on for about papayas and mangoes too. Down there, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's like the garden. I'm like I love mangoes, but I hated eating them because you could not eat a mango without getting your fingers and face sticky. Yeah. That's it was like, impossible. You'd be like, okay, peel a little bit and eat it. Peel a little bit. I don't care. Like the mango, I believe. Okay, do you know what a superfluid is? When you supercool helium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helium. When you supercool it, listeners, it loses all. Oh, it doesn't lose it. It has more adhesion than cohesion, and it will flow uphill and out of its mm. container. Superfluids have a special kind of physics to them. The mango's juice, I believe, was superfluidic because it would flow in these little quantities outside of its peel and then just start running around. You could hold it upside down and the juices would flow up to your fingers and get your Still fingers sticky. Still porous enough to find its ladder. Yeah, yeah. right, right. That's anyway. crazy. Good what time we got? Time. Oh, we're uh, uh, more than an hour. Almost two hours. All right. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I gotta let the dogs out because I'm gonna let the dogs out. I am not going to start singing. Yeah, probably not. Probably better that way. So, uh, but that's what I gotta do. So, guys, it was great hanging out with you. We stumbled across a whole bunch of stuff and never really had any purpose, but it was a great talk. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, uh, let's. God, we got to get something organized. I'm going to write out a outline for the next one. Okay. And then um, we'll... You know me. I like outlines. Yeah. This, I love how it goes, though. I love when it gets like this. This is the last few times. So it might be futile. We might just end up going out on our own F-U-E-D-A-L? like we always do. F-U-E-D-A-L? Sure. Futile? There. That's, well, you know, futile. Oh, <laughs> I was liking feudal better. I get feudal and start getting some slaves and telling them to go till the earth. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That'll work. But yeah, I'll do an outline and we'll go through some stuff because there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about on the Oregon coast. I don't listen to any of these, so that's why I'm never sure where we're at. So next time we'll, we'll do a... Um, I totally spelled feudal wrong. It's F E U D A L, not F U E D. I apologize. <laughs> but um, send me your hate mail <laughs> to cyberpodcast at gmail.com. As he beats himself relentlessly across the And I will print off the emails that you send and I will burn them and walk across them as a fiery. No, I'll roll bit. them up. Oh, heating the flu. Smack myself in the face with Oh, them. flogging. Yes. Flogging Daniel. So. Anyways, great talking to you guys. Um, if you, we definitely take your ideas and we're going to start integrating them. We started kind of touching on Jeremy's. Let's. I don't want to touch Jeremy. <sighs> Come on. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll have another one next week, hopefully. Um, stuff's starting to open up a little bit more. We're just... Now that I'm working Monday through Friday again. 
it's kind of jacking our to find the time. Yeah, you know? it's jacking our time. Like, up, we both but... have the same days off. Now we're good. And but back when I was working only half the week, it was easier. On you have a lot of time off. Yeah, Mr. Bloom knows that. Yeah, freaking Bloom, jerk. We need to have him on and <laughs> kick him in the nuts while he's on here, so you guys can hear that. Yeah, we'll make podcasts. Let's history. talk him into coming over here, uh, doing down. an episode with us. And then we'll lock the door and just start beating him up. Yeah, we'll do that. But don't tell him that that's what we're doing. Yeah. Shh, 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 shh. Hey, Dan Bloom, unsubscribe before you get to this podcast. <laughs> All right, this is Saturday Night Podcast with John. I'm Daniel. Peace. <laughs>